Yes, it's John Schulman, once again, 720 in 720. I'm going to do things a little different today. Uh, we've talked about preseason tips. Uh, we gave you some ideas on postseason tips going into the tournament. Uh, this uh, podcast is for after-the-season tips. So what do you do as a basketball coach, whether you be a high school basketball coach or a college coach, what do you do uh, after the season's over? And so, uh, you know, number one, I, I think you do probably have to take some time off uh, a week or two to to, to get um, maybe re-energized is the right word. Um, the season is a long season and, and it can fatigue you. I will say this, number one, don't make don't make rash decisions when you're fatigued uh, about your situation, about your job. Uh, about whether it's time to to hang it up, whether it's time to switch jobs, go to a new school, do some different things. Um, get re-energized and, and so you can be thinking properly. Uh, but this is for high school coaches, some of these ideas for high school coaches, some of them for college coaches. Before we get going, uh, before we get going, I would like to review this. Uh, and we've talked about it a couple times. As the NCAA tournament's going on right now, uh, the number one thing I want to tell you is special situations are still the key. So a couple different things dealing with special situations. Number one, uh, watch UCF and Duke at the end of that basketball game. Up four with the ball, what do you do? Do you pull it out? Do you In high school, you pull it out and you can clock it as long as you want to clock it. In college, uh, you've at least got 30 more seconds. By the time they got the steal, you probably had another 27 seconds. Uh, or do you go the two on one or do you throw a lob? Do you not throw a lob? I know what I would do, but that's really not the one I want to talk about dealing with that game is the box out. Um, everybody's going to say there was a push off. That wasn't a push off. You've got to work on boxing out. And I know UCF works on boxing out, but you've got to take that first step up and you've got to. There's more games won and lost in tight situations on offensive rebounds given up on a free throw, on a missed free throw, that they should never be a factor. Uh, there's a reason why the D is on the front spot. It should never be a factor, but it is a factor. And NCAA games are won and lost, huge games won and lost, just off a free throw box out. End of the game situations are vital. We've talked about it. I would take as much time. I would play four-minute games every single day. A four-minute game, score tied four minutes on the clock and play a game. Coach, you officiate the game, or coaches, y'all officiate the game. Players, you all play the game. Uh, you do what we do uh, conceptually and, and, and running what we run, but you all have got to be the ones to make the decisions. And when they have to make decisions, uh, they're going to make, some of them are going to be great decisions. Some of them are going to be bad. And then after that game's over, someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. Someone's going to make great decisions. Someone's going to make poor decisions. Um, that's when you got to talk about it because your players are the ones that have to know what to do in that situation, not the coaches. Every coach better know what they're doing. But if your players don't understand and they haven't been in that situation before, because it's very difficult on a two-on-one situation after you get a long rebound, do they know to pull that ball back out or are they just going to go play the game and play two-on-one? And as a coach, you're upset with them because we didn't pull it out. That's your fault as a coach. That ain't the player's fault. They should be drilled, and they should know time and score, time and score, and what you want to do in that situation. 
So that's before we kind of get going on that. As we were watching games, uh, it was driving me crazy. and just want to discuss that once again. Special situations, I think you need to make an effort next year in practice to play four-minute games, one four-minute game every single day from the first day on because – you know, I don't. I hear coaches all the time. Boy, I, I tell you one thing: we went seventeen and fourteen, but we lost. We lost seven games where where inside of of three minutes it was a it was a tight game, and and we lost all the close ones. Uh, all you're doing is telling on yourself because you're not a very end, very good end of the game situation coach. Work on it. It's not easy. Work on it, and make sure those kids work on it. Make sure those kids understand. All right, a couple things that I want to tell you is is never never stay the same as a coach. We're, we get upset with our players, and we've talked about this before. We get upset with our players because they don't spend summertime working on their game. They're not in the weight room. They're not getting shots up. My question to you is, as a coach, are you working on your game? Are you improving as a basketball coach? Uh, whether Are you improving your program? On and off the court, are you improving everything that you do as a basketball coach? Because that's the summer. It, it, the summertime is used for you also. So a couple different thoughts and ideas. High school and college. Uh, I'm a big tape watcher, and, and I love reviewing tape as soon as that season's over. The season's over. We start reviewing tape. Go back and watch every one of your games. Take notes. Take the things that you liked. Keep them. Take the things that you didn't like. Throw them away or get better at them. So it is vital that you understand your basketball team and that you are watching film. I think you need to watch every tape. You're not emotional anymore. You're not fatigued. You're not tired. Watch every game. Do it with with your staff if you want. Do it by yourself. But watch those games. Take notes. And, and let's start saving what we like and start discarding what we don't like. Because I think I think it's vital. Watch those games. Take notes. Take the goods and the bads. What do we need to do? What do we need to improve on? What do we need to change? Um, take take the take the spring workouts and improve what you need to work on. I think the first part of spring workouts. Let's go to high school. First part of spring workouts is take care of your business in the spring. Work on different things that you need to work on. A three-point shooter don't need to get more three-pointers up in the spring. Take the things that you need to work on that you're not very good at. And then, I, you know, what I believe in, in, and especially a high school situation, I believe in taking taking your summer and late spring and summer and using that as your preseason. Uh, some of you, some of you coaches out there in high school have really good football programs, and you don't see your football players playing basketball until. Um, late November, early December. Well, that's no excuse. Use June as your preseason. That means you have to be organized. Season ended for most of you in February or early March. Um, use this time right now to get organized. What do you want to do? Put in an offense. Put in some defensive concepts that you want. And use your summer as preseason. Um, because you may not see those guys again, some of them, until late November, early December, and then you don't want to kill them then. So make sure your terminology is right. Make sure everything's good. Take time in, in uh, at, at team camps. Are you sending your kids to individual camps? Are you sending your kids to elite camps? If you're going to team camps and you got college players, are you? What are you doing? Are you going to colleges so those those kids can get looked at? Um, so just some different ideas and some different thoughts. Um, 
and and I think some some really good thoughts and ideas for your team. I think team camps and I think that period in June is vital. Are you going to go play golf once again? Are you going to go play golf? Or are you going to take your team to team camp? Talk about great bonding opportunities doing that and, and taking your team and doing some different things in the summer. Um, developing core values, I, I think, is is a something to do right now, unemotionally, what is important to you. And remember, Heath Esslinger talked about your core values. You take care of your core values. And coaches, you follow your core values first. Be disciplined in the, in the offseason. Take new ideas in the offseason. Um, clinics in the offseason. Coaching sessions um, is getting different ideas from different coaches uh, that, you want, that you want to see and that you want to learn and that you want to do different things. I think as high school coaches, a lot of high school coaches want to move up to the college level. Well, go work their camp. Go work camps. Network while you're working in a very genuine way. Officiate team camp. Go work camps. Go to Billis's camp. Go work camp. Go meet people. That's how you get connections when you're when you're kind of in the foxhole with them and and you work. And, you know, you're officiating 12 games a day or you're working all day long and you're making no money. Um, it's a lot of fun doing it together for a week in the summer. But these are different ideas and, and we will continue right now with a bunch of different ideas in the off season to improve as a basketball coach. Take time in the summer. Take time where you can study teams, whether it be NCAA, whether it be um Pro basketball, forty the the playoffs where you got forty playoff games and forty nights. Take times and study other teams. Take time and study teams you like. Um, we've talked about before. Alan the Force, my my mentor, would take a summer and work on under OB, or take a summer and work on defense under OB, or take a summer and work on free throw shooting or whatever. Study, work on your game, but take take some time. And, and go work on watching teams you like. Some people want to play fast. Andy Pennington at Sequoia High School wants to play fast, so he's going to study everybody who wants to play fast. If you don't want to play fast, you want to play slow, watch slow teams play. It, it doesn't matter. My favorite team growing up was Georgetown with John Thompson, not JT3, but John Thompson. I loved how they pressed. I wanted to watch every one of their games. So take time, watch teams that you like, and then, and then get better. Study concepts that you like. But once again, spring, summer, work on it. Watch, learn, understand. We've talked about trying to get organized with team camps. All right, so are you going to go to team camps? What team camp? Why are you going to go? Do you have good enough players that you need to go to a couple team camps to get some kids um, seen by other by other programs and, and universities, um, individual camps. Do you have individual camps at your high school? Uh, you don't have to make it a big money maker, but do you have individual camps at your high school to maybe help, you know, maybe gather some, get some interest into your high school, um, get the numbers up a little bit and, and do that. Um, order, ordering basketballs, ordering all your equipment for the next year. If you're going to have an individual camp, did you order basketballs? Did you order t-shirts? What's your schedule look like? Do you want a tough schedule? You want an easy schedule? Your home games, your tournaments, having fun. Um, and so most of this is really kind of high school, um, but working on all of that with your schedule, your tournaments, reviewing your staff. Take your staff, review your staff, go back. Some things you like about your staff, some things you don't like about your staff. Go back when you're unemotional and talk about them and educate your staff on what you want. 
in, in how you want it done. Um, if you're in high school, is your, is your kids, are your kids playing AAU? Are they going to elite camps? What are they doing in the summer? There's nothing better if your kids are playing AAU and you go as a high school coach, go watch them. That, that shows kids that you really give a rip about them and that you care about them and, and they really, really, really appreciate it. All right. And so support, getting different you know, support systems for your for your program, um, whether it be fundraising, whether it be do you need to be making do you need to be fundraising for your program um, to go to tournaments for the next year for new uniforms? Be thinking about that in the spring and summer because that stuff pops up quickly. Um, I think for both college and high school, developing core values can be done in the spring and summer. What's important to you? Be disciplined in the off season. To get better in the offseason, new ideas, going to clinics, uh, coaching sessions. Seth Greenberg used to invite us up to Virginia Tech, um, and, and there would be eight of us sitting in a room. I know Florida used to do one and still does one. Um, Bart Lundy at, at Queens does it. Uh, getting in a room, sharing ideas. Um, back in the day when I was a young, young coach, everybody shared ideas. Now no one shares ideas. Everybody thinks it's a secret. There's no secrets out there. Everybody steals from everybody. So getting new ideas and different ideas, um, and, and you can get them at coaching sessions. You don't have to go meet with the, you know, Calipari or, or Rick Barnes. Go meet with whoever. Go meet with a high school coach that you like or a, or a Division three coach you like. It's all about sharing ideas and trying to get better. Um, a thought for high school coaches. I hear a lot of high school coaches are dying to, how can I get on a college level? What do I need to do? Take some time if you want and take some time and go work college camps. Go officiate team camps. Uh, go to Jay Billis camp and get in the, the developmental program. That is networking. That is meeting people. That is working on your game and, and doing some different ideas and some neat ideas on, on networking and, and making sure that you're doing stuff in the summer. Have it all planned out. Different ideas. Um, different ideas for high school or college. Um, player development as a, as a person. Um, you know, kind of stole a little bit of this from Bob Ritchie, uh, making sure all your kids are, you know, do they know how to act, uh, etiquette? Do they know how to handle themselves? Do you know how this is college and high school, uh, getting each one of them a tailored suit so they can have a suit, um, for a business interview. Do they know how to interview media training? Do they know how to talk to the paper? Uh, do they know how to talk on TV dealing with that? Um, mentor out in the community, um, a financial planner in college. Do they know about ha- how to take care of money? Uh, a job placement seminar, how to interview and how to go get a job. Cooking class. You could do this in high school and in college. Um, do they know how to, you know, my son plays at Alabama Huntsville. He tries to eat healthy, but it's hard to eat healthy while you're in college. Do you take care of your business, uh, eating healthy and taking care and getting enough sleep and all that? Teach them how to. That goes right into like a nutrition seminar. Am I eating what I'm supposed to eat or am I eating pizzas every single night? Uh, one of the last podcasts we did with Kevin Giltner at Wofford, you remember he talked about Fletcher McGee and what amazing job that Fletcher McGee did taking care of his body, making sure he ate the right things. So taking care of your body, doing what you're supposed to do. 
Kids don't know anything about nutrition. So have a nutrition seminar. Visit, and I think you could probably do this more college uh, than high school, but visit different areas. Visit a jail. Visit hospitals. Visit a children's hospital around Christmas time. Visit a boys and girls club. Visit elementary schools. Visit, as in Chattanooga, we have Orange Grove um, for younger and older people with mental disabilities and challenges. Uh, visit there. Make an effort to show your team how fortunate they are. I think this would be great in, in college. Um, have a bonding weekend. Have a bonding weekend, September, October. Go somewhere. We, we took some time at Chattanooga. Went to Fort Bluff. Um, in Dayton, Tennessee, and um, spent a weekend up there. Took a school bus, took a weekend. Uh, try to get rid of your cell phones. Do fun things. Do things together. Those are bonding ep- exercises that I think can really get a get a team and a program um, together. And if you're together, you got a chance. These are more college things that you you've got to think about, and these are easy. Besides watching tape and reviewing your your team, you know you may want to take. A set or two, and you could do this in high school too, a set or two from each team that are difficult to guard. Make those sets defensive drills. So instead of uh, working on a scouting report, um, if, if, if I'm playing against whoever, if I'm playing against uh, UAH and the, the rub action or chin action and, and that bothers me, make that a defensive drill. Make a screen the screener a defensive drill. So you're not just working on it when it comes game time. You're working on it all season long and make those defensive drills. Just thoughts and ideas. College, um, recruiting needs, academic needs, um, Team camp, working on your team camp, working on your elite camp, working on individual camp, um, reviewing everything, summer school, a preseason trip, um, everything that you need to be thinking about. And always reviewing your staff and always staff chemistry, and we've talked about it before, staff chemistry is vital. Make sure you are telling your guys and your staff that, that you appreciate them. Uh, most great, great, great coaches and great players. The first thing they say uh, on their media deal, the first thing they say, a quarterback or a running back, uh, they they thank their offensive line. Um, any head coach I see that wins coach of the year and says this belongs to our staff and our players, I know his heart's in the right spot, and I know he's doing what he's supposed to do. So just some quick and different ideas, hopefully to make you think, and hopefully to make you a better coach. I just know that all of a sudden you take a deep breath and you take a, a deep breath and all of a sudden you look up and it's August again. And you're like, where did the time go? Uh, as UAH does a great job with my child is redshirting and making sure that he looked different at the end of that year. I would challenge you as a coach to look different when August shows up. To have different ideas as the kids walk in. Do you have the same old things on the walls? Or is there different things on the walls? You know, if they walk into that locker room and that locker room's changed and that locker room looks better um, come August than it did when they left, they know that you've done something to make things nicer for them. Or some new t-shirts. The first thing we did at Chattanooga uh, at our first meeting in August was we made sure those guys got a bunch of t-shirts and some running shoes and made sure that, that everything looked good uh, to make sure that they were excited, to make sure that they knew that we had worked over the summer. So different ideas, different 
uh, concepts, but don't waste the summer. So you got preseason tips, you got postseason tips, and you got after the season tips. So hopefully you can get one of these ideas or one of these concepts. You've just got to become a better basketball coach, um, not during the season, um, but after the season. And we all talk about there's there's a time when winter asks summer, what did you do all summer? And and we, we talk about that with players. Uh, I think, you know, we, we need to look at ourselves. As you go back and remember Heath Essling are talking about core values. The first people that have to do the core values and live by the core values are coaches. So I would, once again, the first people that need to be working in the off season is coaches, not just players, coaches. So do you want to, you want to play golf in the summer? Or do you want to go to team camp? Uh, you want to hang out and just go on constant vacation in the summer? Or do you want to work on individual camps? In some states, you can work on, you can work with the players three at a time or, or work with them individually, even in the summer. So don't get upset come wintertime. Um, when all of a sudden you're not having success, go back and look at what you did in the summer and see if you got better as a basketball coach and make sure that your program got better um, in its entirety. From uniforms to X and O's on the floor to individual workouts to everything that you can think about under the sun. So hopefully this helps uh, and uh, looking forward to the next podcast. But once again, this is John Schulman, 720 and 720 for After the Season Tips. Thanks.